the eighth day of the month. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Luke 1, verses 78 through 79. Christ is our peace. Ephesians 2, verse 14. Today we consider peace as a fruit of the Spirit. When the scriptures speak of peace, they intend us to understand more than the absence of enmity or hostility. The Hebrew word translated peace is shalom. Shalom means wholeness, the perfecting of all that is broken or incomplete. It points to reconciliation and restitution. Peace in this sense is far more than the absence of conflict or confusion. Ultimately, it is the restoration of God's original intention in creation, the overcoming of sin and all resulting disruptions. On this day, it is well to ask, how strong is my sense of having been made whole by God? How can I spread God's wholeness all around me? How can I help to communicate to others the wholeness God intends for all of us? How can I nurture within myself the conviction that in the end God will bring shalom to the whole created order so that there will be a new heaven and a new earth? Opening Prayer Most holy and undivided Trinity, within the complexity of your being there is unity, yet from that unity flows forth diversity and all taken together is wholeness. Share with us this mystery of your divine life, that we, despite our differences, may not be at odds, competing for power, struggling for prestige, but rather may be at peace, whole as you are whole, conscientious trustees of your reconciling love. Blessed are you in whose image we are made. Amen. Psalm 121. I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No. My strength comes from God, who made heaven and earth and mountains. He won't let you stumble. Your guardian God won't fall asleep. Not on your life. Israel's guardian will never doze or sleep. God's your guardian, right at your side to protect you, shielding you from sunstroke, sheltering you from moonstroke. God guards you from every evil. He guards your very life. He guards you when you leave and when you return. He guards you now. He guards you always. From the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 1 through 20. Then God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth below or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers and the children on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments." You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. 
In it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male or your female servant, or your cattle or your sojourner who stays with you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the seas, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, nor shall you covet your neighbor's wife, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. All the people perceived the thunder and the lightning flashes, and the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking, and when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, Speak to us yourself, and we will listen, but let not God speak to us, or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come in order to test you, in order that the fear of him may remain with you, so that you may not sin. From the letter to the Philippians, chapter 3, verses 4b through verse 14. If anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more, circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. Whatever things were gained to me, these things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord from whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ, and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead." Not that I have already obtained it, or have already become perfect, but I press on, so that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus." From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 21, verses 33 through 46. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his produce. The vine growers took his slaves and beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Again he sent a group of slaves larger than the first, and they did the same thing to them. But afterward he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? They said to him, He will bring those wretches to a wretched end and ran out the vineyard to other vine growers who were paying the proceeds at the proper seasons. Jesus said to them, Did you never read the scriptures? 
the stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people, producing the fruit of it. And he who falls on the stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. When they sought to seize him, they feared the people because they considered him to be a prophet. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer by Jeanette Struken from her book, Prayers to Pray Without Really Trying. Lord, I feel handicapped. All week I have been out of joint at the office. Yesterday my shell was cracked when the boss criticized my work, and today I got tongue-tied, stammering an apology. Honestly, I, I don't think the answer to personal security is a deodorant commercial, a stockbroker, or life insurance. But when it gets down to basics, do you suggest more grease in my elbow or more starch in my backbone? Amen. The Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.